I didn't mean it that way. I meant your weapons. I'm sure you're armed because you believe you were going to face some unknown threat the clairvoyant warned you of. However, there are very young children in this school who could be frightened by seeing you. She glanced at the clock high on the wall behind me. Thank you for your interest, but I need to get back to work. Right. Jeez, she made it sound like I was interviewing for a job at the elementary school, not trying to save everyone from unknown disaster. Like she could even see my weapons. Maybe I should go get Isaac, my tailor, and have her say that to him. My clothes are tailored specifically so nobody knows I'm carrying. Even cops haven't noticed in the past. Admittedly, she was right about the source of the information. Dottie Simmons was a very powerful but unknown clairvoyant. She was probably a level eight, but had kept that a very careful secret her whole life. Tricky to do in today's hyper-regulatory atmosphere. Her age is probably the reason she's gotten away with it. The state of California didn't start testing grade school kids until the 50s, long after she was in school. But the fact Dottie isn't registered as a certified clairvoyant doesn't mean she isn't fully capable of predicting events. Without another word, I turned and walked out of the principal's office. I had to tense my muscles to keep from slamming the door behind me. The length of frosted glass might withstand the slam an annoyed child could give it, but the supernatural strength of a half-vampire abomination would shatter it. My cell phone was out of my pocket before I'd gotten ten feet down the hallway, lined with lockers that only reached my neck. A quick speed dial put me through to the one person with the local police I thought might actually listen to me. Maybe. I hoped. I fidgeted nervously as I waited for Alex to pick up the line. Heather Alexander had been my best friend Vicky's lover— we were friendly, but not close. I'd hoped we might get closer after Vicky's death. After all, we both loved her, both missed her. But if anything, our busy schedules and the pain of our loss had pushed us even further apart. Still, I knew Alex would take this seriously, and she'd help if she could. A harried but pleasant alto came onto the line. Alexander, go ahead. It's Celia, Alex. I've got a problem. The silence on the line told me I had her attention. Since in the recent past our mutual experiences have included greater demons, magical assassins, and international drug lords, she knew to take me seriously. What's the problem? I lowered my voice and squeezed into an alcove that held a pair of knee-high water fountains. I was glad I'd left my purse locked in my car. It and I both wouldn't have fit in the space. I got an anonymous tip this morning from a clairvoyant I know. Something bad is going to happen at an elementary school today, but nobody will listen to me, which is ticking me off. I know a kid here, Alex, a little girl with siren blood. Her sister will be the first Atlantic siren since the Magna Carta was signed. The sister of the one who helped you seal the rift last Christmas? I nodded, even though she couldn't see me. Yeah, I owe her. Hell, the whole world owes her. Saving the world from the same demonic threat that had destroyed Atlantis had been a horrible thing to put on the shoulders of a twelve-year-old girl. I want her eight-year-old sister not to have to go through anything else. It was the truth, but that wasn't the only reason. My own sister had died when I was twelve. And she was eight. There was something about the Murphy family that had gotten under my skin. They'd purchased my grand's house, and somehow I'd made it my mission to ensure that Julie Murphy made it to ten— It was a magical number in my head, for no reason I could think of. 
So what do you need from me? Alex sounded willing to help, which was exactly what I needed. I need to clear out this place, call the principal and tell her to evacuate the school. A second long silence followed, and then she burst out laughing. No, really, what do you need? Laughing was just what I didn't want her to do. That's what I need. My source is a level eight clairvoyant, the same person your former co-worker Carl used to get my memories back. When I got here, the magic shield was completely down, and nobody realized it. Something's going down. I don't know what exactly yet, but just get these kids out of here before bad things happen. I'm serious. I looked out the window at the empty swings and wanted to be sure they didn't stay that way. My gaze moved down to the brightly patterned floor tiles as my frustration grew. I'm serious too, Celia. Do you have any idea how many laws I would break by trying to evacuate a school with no...